Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We review the Bears' limp performance against Green Bay Packers on Sunday next. Q, we're going to spend this whole season dissecting the things that happened in the beginning, middle, and end of games. Like, as if, you know, a lot of things don't go into winning and losing. But Q, I am tired. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. The product this organization continues to put out on the field is disrespectful to the to the client. It's disrespectful to them. They should feel embarrassed. Year in and year out, they go out there and put trash on the field and expect someone to, to pay for this. They expect cities and other municipalities to want want their product in their stadium, in their city, and all they're giving is boo-boo. The yearly ineptitude from this team is draining me. I'm getting older. I feel years coming off my body watching this team every Sunday. We haven't beaten a division opponent in the last eight tries. We haven't gotten close to beating the Packers in almost four years. We have a head coach who went out there, according to Justin Fields, scripted a game plan that included one planned quarterback run and a lot of short passes to the sideline. Hugh, can you tell me the one thing the Bears did good last year on offense? It was, it was Justin Fields. Improvising, mostly with his legs. 
We know that. The whole Blessed League knows that. And Iberflus called one Iberflus and Getsy called one quarterback run. And you talked about this in your Monday morning quarterback show of how ridiculous that play call was. Fourth and one up the gut and they already they already called out the play. That was the one time you called a quarterback run. Embarrassing. I think they called another one. It was uh it was a loss of two yards. I don't know if it was a uh, long play. It was it was when the game was well out of reach in the third, early fourth. This team is draining, bro. I'm sick of them. I am I am really sick of them. <laughs> Just imagine if you was a Sox fan and a and a Bears fan. You gotta be pulling your hair out. Oh, uh, so the other thing about that, they didn't attack the Packers with their best weapon, their secret weapon, their only good weapon. And they, they decided to attack the Packers laterally, which tells me a few things. I'm going to see if you picked up on it as well. The first thing it tells me is that they don't believe they can, t- they don't believe they can block this team. I mean, they were right. They, they were, were right incredibly that. right. Incredibly right. The Packers laid the Packers were living rent-free in the backfield. Which makes no sense. We tanked and drafted an offensive tackle in the first round. We added Nate Davis and another line, another lineman in the offseason. This was supposed to be an approved offensive line to protect your in quotation marks franchise quarterback i'll come back to him later but it looks like they came into this season no better than how they left last season after exit interviews a trash offensive line that can't get the job done so outside of that the other thing that shows me is that our assumptions about Justin at, during the offseason might have been true. He struggles with his accuracy downfield. More than the short said? game. Yeah, the short game. I mean, they didn't even go downfield for me to get a proper assessment of, of him downfield. I mean, but struggled with his accuracy in the short passing game, in which Follows my mind for why they went exclusively to the short passing game, but um, his ability to read defenses, uh, get through his progressions quickly, all the things that we questioned didn't get answered, or if we got any answer, it was not the answer we wanted. Was it, uh, was it Quay Walker? That was just horrendous. I mean, there was. I, I don't know if he was trying to squeeze that into a window. If he didn't see the linebacker sitting there in the zone underneath, but it was a horrible decision. That that was that was purely on him. You can't you can't force those throws. You you in your third year, you got to know better. That's what I, I, I that's what I was hoping Jordan Love would have did with his lack of experience and 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 game experience. Iberflus agrees with you. He said in his uh, press conference after the game that he, well, he he didn't what he what you don't say 
says more than what you do say. And he said that Justin could be better with his progressions and his decision making when he was grilled about when he was grilled about this. And he was talking directly about that uh, pick six that he threw. Um, I'm at a I'm at a loss for words. The quarterback can't seem to get right. A lot of fans have already written Justin off. I don't want to go that far. I still think he's immensely talented. But at this point, I what I think doesn't matter. He has to show it. And if your coach is out there telling you, telling the whole the whole world that yeah, your progressions, your 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 decision making needs to be better at this point in your career, you should already have it now. The third year, you don't if you don't have it now, it's time to move on. He threw that pick because he was eyeing DJ. He was eyeing DJ Moore. Stared him down. Stared him down. Darnell Mooney was wide open in the middle of the field. We were seeing this. We were seeing this in in Justin's rookie season, where he didn't. Well, back then he was gun shy. He didn't understand when people were open. And now he's just he figured out. Okay, now I got somebody I trust. I'm just gonna you know watch him the whole way down the field. And the Packers, you know, Packers are Packers are professionals at this. They know they know how to read minds. We had a quarterback in which they they did the exact same thing. Okay, oh, you're gonna you're gonna rely on him all day. Okay, we're gonna take the ball from you every time you throw it his, throw it his way. And look look at what happened. Don't make me say that quarterback's name. Just don't be like him. And that's all. And I had revisions of that when he threw that pick. I was so upset. I was watching the game. I was at a bar in Villa Park, crazy poor. I had they had all the TVs on to this game. And let me tell you, that interception, you could have heard a pin drop. It was so deflating. And you can't you can't have that type of stuff. Not at this juncture of your career. There were there's plenty of blame to go around. Moving past Justin, let's talk about the offensive line. Your favorite. Let's go. Let's talk about who who on that offensive line did not bring what they were supposed to do. I'll tell you who did exactly what I figured they'd do. I'll start with that. Lucas Patrick. Okay. I've begged to not see him on the football field. At least three, four episodes. The guy was terrible last season. He gets no push. He's stiff. Um, he can't stay in front of anybody. Uh, he's not physical enough. It's just bad. I don't know why Luke gets his fifth on him coming here. I don't know why Cole's evil fools agree. He's awful. And he showed you that. Going back to that fourth and one, that ill-advised fourth and one, that was a terrible decision. Knowing you got to know your personnel is Kevin James. You decide to go to quarterback sneak, relying on Nate Davis, who's had all the two practices, and all of them, he looked like he had two off-season practices. He looked it. Um, and behind right. Lucas Patrick, who hasn't had many, but I don't care how much Lucas Patrick practices, he's Lucas Patrick. He's awful. And Cody Whitehair, who I've made mention that has been in steep decline the last two years. 
steep decline. And the PFF grade aligned with what I was saying. So we have Lucas Patrick was given a grade of 43.2. Claypool was given a grade of 43.2. Um, Cody White here, 47.2. Nate Day is 48.6. Nicole Komet is 5.5. That's the five lowest grades of all Bears offensive players. And I'm going to stick to PFF like it's the final of football. I understand there's loophole and analytics, but this matches with exactly what I was saying. Uh, you, you can't continue to put them out on the field. I'd rather lose with the unknown than yeah. line up with the same. We've seen this movie before. Mm. We've seen this before. It's the definition of insanity to expect different results from these guys. Mm. Um, I'm, I, I do watch a lot of films. I'm sure they watch a lot of films. They're paid to watch film. You can't tell me there's anything that you see on a film that will tell you to put Lucas Patrick on the field. Cody Whitehair is the same way. Each year for the last, well, since 2021, he has gotten progressively, noticeably worse. Not just year by year, in season. I'm terrified to see what Cody Whitehair is going to do at the end of this season. What he will be. Hopefully, he's out of the starting line. It can't be much worse than what we saw. You said. You don't think? You said, you said Claypool had was tied for the work. Uh, yes, with, with Lucas Patriot. Uh, 43 points. At the end of the game, Claypool just about put on his route. I don't think he ever came out the came out the locker room. I don't know what's going on with him. I know what's going on with him. He's he's a you know what? You know what? I've been animate the entire time that we lost that trade. We, so we should not have given up. We should have not have given up a 32 pick, a number 32 pick for him. He's not worth that. He hasn't done anything to be Proven to be worth a first round pick. I mean, who trades a who trades a first round pick for a wide receiver? In all That's fairness, when he, when he made that trade, it was a second round pick. Uh, I think Miami forfeited their first round pick. So in essence, Claypool became a first round pick. It's just number thirty two. Regardless, I don't care if it was the last pick in the second round. Uh, I didn't feel Claypool was worth it. I didn't. I didn't like that trade. Uh, this is the failure. Top down in the organization. Uh, this this is year two, and you've had significant roster turnover both in year one and year two. Brian Post, your fingerprint is all over this product. You propose to include it. Uh, these, these are your guys. Claypool is your guy. Uh, Patrick is your guy. Komet is now your guy if you're extending it. Nate Davis is your guy. The Warner signs are not signed Nick Davis player. They, he, he, he's had his moments of productivity. But the reason the Titans didn't attempt to resign him is because he has a practice. And it's not injuries that's holding him up. He just doesn't like the practice. I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick right with Claypool. He he allegedly he lost. You know, effort goes a long way in, in blocking. He gave no effort in any of those blocks he had on the outside. Which and that was one of the things me. that was one of the things we were sold 
um, about Claypool that he's an excellent blocker from the receiver position. That was one of the reasons for, you know, having him. That was one of the benefits. He's a great blocker. It, I haven't, I, you know, my brain is, you know, is breaking right now trying to understand if you feel that your that your big boys are not good enough to block up front so you want to play on the outside and then you go outside and your wide receivers are just giving up you know giving up on blocks you know right 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 at the point of attack something's something's incredibly wrong in that locker room I I saw Chase good, but Chase whiffed on three or four blocks. His effort was a total embarrassment. He's if it was me, he'd be benched, benched immediately. Um, what, what was the point? What was the point of trading for him? He's just gonna run, you know, drag routes and go run lazily up the field. Um, and quit halfway through the route, and not even block for block for your teammates. They're, they're getting blown up in the backfield because you know the guy came through your chest. If it was me, he'd be on the bench. You had a lot of guys who did not practice all offseason, and it showed. It showed. Play for another guy that practice all offseason. I don't know what the discipline is like. In that locker room, uh, how much the coach gets on them is it, it, got is got to be better. All I know is what the guys have done this offseason. You wouldn't do on the Belichick. You know, and I know the Patriots got their own issues over there. But certain things you wouldn't get away with with certain coaches. Yeah, how, you hit on it. How how does Play pool, play the whole game without being pulled. The, the first, the, the first uh, miss block you could probably explain away. You do it the second time, how how are you still in the game? You do it a third time, how are you still in the game? I don't understand probably what's happening. Probably because the guy back is playing the same round. You want to see that guy? <laughs> it, 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 it could go from bad to worse. Playing the same round is no threat to receiver. There's too many guys that are in NFL caliber. And there was, I feel like we didn't do our due diligence on certain players. DeAndre Hopkins was available. You know, he was available. Say what you want about him, he's getting older. Uh, maybe he's not as sudden. He never was a very explosive guy. But he's much better than, than what we got going on right now with Claypool or Aquinas. You know, he's a, he's a legit NFL talent. You got to take him serious. I feel like the Packers didn't even take him serious. I mean, going forward on fourth and third when you're in field goal range or the punt, uh, they, they were they were laughing at us. That's, again, the word for the day is embarrassment. Um, let's talk about the defense. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so. The biggest thing wasn't that we couldn't put any put together any type of offensive continuity on Sunday. The biggest thing for me is that we couldn't put together any type of consistent pressure on Jordan Love. Surprise. We made him I am, I am absolutely shocked. 
that we could not get pressure. It's, it's, it's almost like we expected this, right? Well, you were at the bottom of the NFL sacks. Quan Brister led your team sacks last year with four. You get the number one pick, and you pass up a chance to take Will Anderson. You did get a sack yesterday on a very loose quarterback, uh, Lamar Jackson. Pass up the opportunity. Um, you move down. And you passed the opportunity to draft Jaden Carter, another guy who was a wrecking ball all preseason and week one. Uh, Got a sack. And then you wonder why you're in a position you're in. And then you go the you get Demarcus Walker. I didn't even I didn't I don't remember his name being called once. I think he shaved down Jordan Love. I think scribe out the pocket. Uh, he overpursued on one play. He was pretty much not existent. But that was your signing. Uh, Justin Jones is still out there for God knows why. Uh, Billings is just fat. If, you, if you're going to be fat, clog up a gap. You know, <laughs> clog up a gap. Not get blown the fuck off the ball every time. Unbelievable. In uh, Glockway, had a okay game. He made two plays in the in the backfield. Uh, he can get into the backfield, uh, and he he can sack it. He can sack the quarterback. He can get pressure on the quarterback, which he did a, a couple of times. Probably the only guy that did. And I had a nice. Uh, I think he hit Aaron Jones for a loss about four or five. But other than that, we we didn't hear the defensive line. Anybody on the line call at all. And I understand these guys are doing it against second and third stringers, but you got Terrell Smith and Gibson, who are consistently getting pressured all preseason. We tried to tell them, we tried to warn everybody that they're not taking this serious enough. The lack of pressure is going to end up smacking them in the face, they're going to get picked apart. Sooner, sooner rather than later, and it just it just so happened to happen against the worst team that you can imagine it to happen against. Jordan Love didn't show me anything at your home. They came to Soldier Field and did this in Week One. No sweat, no sweat. Jordan Love didn't show me anything to make me to make me believe that his talent or his uh. His game was worth the numbers that he put up. He started off the game, I believe the entire first half, he was under 50% completion percentage. But we did everything we possibly could to make him comfortable from the first drive. You gave him a short field. You know, here, Jordan, take over the ball at 39. You did everything you could to make a young quarterback comfortable. Here, Jordan, we'll get no pressure on you. I barely saw blitzes. Um, the blitzes did come. They, they were stonewalled immediately. Uh, I, I don't know who's calling the defensive plays, Alan Williams or Eber Foose, but somebody needs to uh, – we, we need a better play call out there. The play call on both sides of the ball was atrocious. Uh, an embarrassment. Yeah, I'm going to come right back to that word. 
Um, you spoke up uh, Jaquan Brisker. He had a saying. It's, he had a saying after the game. Uh, he said the Bears needed this. They were too high on themselves. They needed to be humble. Come out. Needed to get your ass baked on. No, you don't get 17 games. I don't need to get my ass moved at home. You came off a three-win season. Thank How much you. more humbling do you need? Who told you you were good? Sir, you were Penn State. And you were Alabama. I don't know who in that locker room needs to be humble. Because everybody who was here last year should, should be plenty humble. The only people who, who should walk into that locker room with any sort of ego should be Tremaine Edmonds and T.J. Edwards, but they didn't realize who their teammates are. You're not in Buffalo anymore. <laughs> you're not. You're not in Philly anymore. Who in reality are you? Are you? Are you swimming in? They're, you not, in they're, right. they're not in this. They're not in this universe. They're all in this dimension. I mean, you got the number one pick in the draft for a reason. It was in the uh, uh, 32 team lottery. You were giving them one pick in the draft because you needed it. Dear God, you are the worst team in the league. We're trying to bring balance to the NFL. So the worst team in the league is already the number one pick. Do something with it. Right. The only thing you have the number one pick to show for is asset. Because they sure didn't use DJ Moore a lot yesterday. Right. No, no, right. Um, he, was, he was okay. He was, he, was, he was better than the guys alongside him who were bad. But that wasn't a guy that I say made me feel warm and fuzzy about not taking Will Anderson or uh, Jalen Carter or even Luca Vandas, who took a great angle on Justin Fields. Another guy who got a sack, another rookie on this planet that got a sack. That was a guy that I thought they would be intrigued by. Very good athlete. Uh, just didn't have a central position. I was a very good athlete, very good in space, very strong. But another rookie that got a sack. The the approach from from the players, from the coaches, it's all questionable right now. I don't know. They, they need whatever whatever um, organi organizational flowchart that they got. Throw it away before you blow the season. You said in the morning morning quarterback episode that Tampa this Tampa Bay game is pretty much a must win. It's more than a must win. You have to show, you have to show that you've got some sort of culture that's, you know, pointing towards a, some success. I, you know, I, I don't want to see you. You just can't go out there and just win, you know, by a field goal or something like that. You need to show. You need to dominate on all three levels. I'll settle for a win by a field goal. <laughs> 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 at, this, at this point, we can't be picky about wins. We're, we're three and fifteen in the last eighteen games. That doesn't even sound one fit to even do that. You played 18 games. The last 18 games, you, you won three of them. That is a complete. I don't care if you broke it down to the studs and rebuild it. There is no excuse for three wins in the last 18 games. Zero wins versus your division the last eight. Z you're on a nine-game losing streak against the Packers. You know what, man? You know what I want? I want them to uh, go clone Coco Golf. 
Go clone Coco Golf 53 times and put them on this team. Not because, not, not, not because you know, I think, uh, you know, a bunch, a team of Coco Gloss can win football. I just want some winners. I want some, I want some winners. I want people that's going to actually come out here and, and come, come with the, uh, the attitude that we need. You got, you got players out here quitting on, quitting on blocks. You got Brisker out here talking like, man, we needed this to be humble as if you, as if you were supposed well, to believe in that. DJ Moore said, DJ Moore said they didn't bring the juice. Uh, they didn't bring the juice. The, 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 the quotes post game are just as bad as the play on the field. They're not bringing just- juice. They need to be humble. We apologize. Uh, I, I'm sitting here and sorry. You all are sorry. Justin has apologized about eight times, hasn't he? He's apologized since he got here. Listen, <laughs> listen. It, he's going to be apologizing and not giving that 50 year option picked up. <laughs> uh, that's I, mean, the, that's it's, it's I, I, I don't want to pick on Justin because it's, it's a tough situation. I thought early in the game, he did a good job taking what the defense gave him. Uh, he moved the ball up the field. He was elusive in the pocket. He made he made some smart throws. They got the red zone twice and saw. You got to convert it there, especially when you paid Cole Komet fifty million dollars. I watched Cole Komet on the route just running to the sole buzzer, <laughs> just running to a and then turn around and the ball was nowhere near. I don't know if the pass is accurate or if Justin Fields is expecting to do something different, like maybe not use the corner as. As a bumper car, but it, it just doesn't look fluid. I mean, you, you gave this man fifty million in an era where tight ends are guys who can line up in two point stance and beat safeties in man coverage with athleticism. You know, and Komet is, is is the guy. The hips don't stink a lot at the top of the route. He's not real sudden in and out of breaks. And you and you understand a lot of the money made up in this year, but for that to be your first extension, and you have it with Roquan Smith, who by all means deserves to be paid. I think he had eighteen tackles. Mm-hmm. I don't mind we're paying for quality. Yeah, maybe Roquan will start here with pay. Roquan is going to bring it every game. Roquan is an all pro. Those are guys you don't mind Komet is a good kid, a good local kid. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't I don't see a guy that you gotta pay that much and get that little production. I didn't see Komet until the fourth quarter when they were well in well into zone and he was just catching the pass in space and being tackled immediately after. They better win Sunday. They don't win, win Sunday. Sunday. You're going to be facing a Kansas City team that at best comes in one and one. But who has a tough game? Jacksonville played them really tough in the playoffs. Really tough. And the Jacksonville team is good on both sides of the ball. And they're wrong. Jacksonville uh, is going the right way. Kansas City if they, if they If they don't win Sunday, this they team, might not win in September. <laughs> this team is going to be more no shame. September, no shame. 
don't win in September, whatever you want to call it. Sell it in September. Because the Bears are standing for wins at this point. If they don't win Tampa Bay this week, you could have a selling in September. You're abstaining from wins. That's what, that's what's happening. You're abstaining from wins. <laughs> abstaining from wins. With that being said, let's go ahead and close out right here. Thanks for thanks again for hanging with us at the Bear Claw Pod, a part of the Fans First Sports Network. We appreciate all the support. Continue to subscribe, download, rate, and review. And please share with a friend a million points if that friend is a Packer fan. We'll catch you next, next week. Bear down. <laughs>